welcome to Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg. I'm your host, Randy, where we embrace newcomers and experts alike to all things art, innovation, technology, and the intersection of those three things. Our new recurring theme of this weekly podcast is what you need to know, the essentials of the week in the world of creative innovation. I'm joined each week by my incredible teammates from Hug, where we work tirelessly to break it all down for you. So definitely check out the hug.xyz for tons of free resources, whether you are an artist, an art lover, or you just want to know a lot more about the intersection between art and technology. All right, time for what you need to know and all of it in 10 minutes. Let's jump right in. But first, I'm joined in the Crypto Cafe by Hug contributors Debbie Soon and Michael Littig. Debbie is the Chief Growth Officer of Hug. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Randy. It's so good to be here as always. Love having you. And we have Michael Littig, Director of Creator Programming at Hug. Hi, Michael. I'm here. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> yes, you are here. Okay, woohoo. All right, so what you need to know, Debbie, you brought a topic to the table this week. You wanted to talk about one of the most successful art drops of 2023 that just happened. Give us the details. Oh my gosh. So this piece, I highly recommend that everybody go check out the Monument Game by artist Sam Spratt. Uh, that's a shame. I wish somehow my like, I could describe it, but this is probably one of the most intricate pieces of work that I've ever seen um, that has been produced digitally. It was inspired by Sam's uh, visit to see The Last Supper in real life. Uh, but Sam has been creating this world called Lucy, you know, over the past few years, and it's all been inspired by his own personal experiences. He's taken all of that and really expanded it into this incredibly detailed painting and essentially invited 256 players to join a monument game to really zoom in on all of the details and leave their observations. And so a lot about this piece was the observer had to give a little bit of themselves and almost kind of make a sacrifice of their own personal experience. And from an artist's perspective, he was just really interested to see if everybody else was seeing the same things that he was, because obviously he knows, you know, every single piece of the law, every single detail, like, you know, comes from his own personal experiences. And he was really curious to see if us as art appreciators and art lovers really shared in the same way. And so 256 people joined in, you had to buy uh, an NFT to participate in this. Each one was about five and a half thousand dollars, let's call it that. Uh, and at the end of it, they selected three winners to essentially join kind of his esteemed council of Lucy, which he has been building over the past few years. So it's just truly, truly incredible stuff and, and just a new way of appreciating art and doing so with your collectors in a way that has never been done before. It is very exciting when you think that over 250 people got the chance to collaborate with an artist. And uh, I think it went for something like 420 ETH, which... Uh, you know, th that that value varies by the second, but that's uh, around 700,000 US dollars for this piece. So definitely a successful drop. Michael, any thoughts on it? Yeah, you know, I think we're going to look back um, 20 years from now and look at how artists were interacting with collectors. And I think this is an incredible example of imagine you went to the Mona Lisa, right? And imagine we were able to look at collectors, what they thought about the painting, what they saw themselves in the painting 400 years ago. 
I think we're going to look back on this moment, and this is going to be a really big turning moment for how collectors collect. We're seeing this happen across a lot of use of blockchain where collectors can actually leave their imprint on the painting or the digital art. So I think this is a big, big step. And because of Sam's intricate kind of nature of how he approached the the piece, he's been working on it for years. I'm just blown away and I can't wait to see what this does. It's yeah, a- I will also say that like um, it's also the way that we consume the art in in itself, right? I think typically a piece like this, you would go into a museum. This, I mean, obviously you could get your nose really close to the painting, if you will, before somebody throws you out. Uh, but this is the first time where this magnificent, intricate, detailed painting was viewed on all of our individual computer screens. You could zoom in. So I think when you see it on your computer screen, it's probably 5% of its actual scale. But the way that this was done really allowed us to interact with the piece through our screens and really be able to zoom in on every single minute detail. So that was really incredible to, to participate in as well, even if you weren't actually an official player of the game. That's uh, it's it's amazing, and you're right. It probably is a really groundbreaking moment for collaboration and in, in art at this scale. Um, however, we now we're gonna change topics a little bit, Michael. The topic you brought to the table is around uh, naughty players coming uh, <laughs> under the gun a little bit. Uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about how LA-based impact theory uh, has been charged by the SEC. Yeah, so um, this is a little slap on the hand. So a little bit of background. This is the first ever securities charge against an NFT project. So Impact Theory, Tom Bilyeu, um, amazing founder, uh, founded QuestBar, if anyone knows what QuestBar mm-hmm. is, uh, created what was called the Founder's Keys um, because he was building an entertainment media company. And, uh, you know, you all, me, you, Debbie, have taught many entrepreneurs not to promise wealth or promise that this is going to be the next Disney and their their investment's going to go up. And so unfortunately, Impact Theory used those words and raised $30 million. Can we just talk about this? This is the wild, wild west of 2022 wow. um, with NFTs. And um, they were charged. They settled with the SEC around $6 million for this. So they got a big penalty for this. And I think this is a good thing. I, I want to say that um, this puts the guardrails up. Um, we have all known that you can't sell NFTs as a, as a security. You can only sell them as a digital collectible with utility. And that utility has to be super, super clear. So I think this is a great thing. For sure. I think, you know, uh, the reason we've seen a little bit of a decline in in Web3 this year in NFTs is because, you know, there were so many amazing projects, but there were also a lot of bad players that came into the space to make a quick buck. And I think um, we need consumer trust to come back and uh, a, a little little bit of healthy policing. I don't know, Debbie, what do you think? Are you in line with Michael's thinking or do you disagree? Yeah, no, I, I'm 100% in line here. You know, it's really easy to sell people to moon, right? And, you know, for all of us that are in this world of emerging tech, we just don't know any better. I mean, we do want to believe that we're on the cutting edge of something that's truly exciting. And so, you know, when someone tells us that, hey, with, you know, by selling these NFTs, you're going to get A, B, and C, and, and you're going to be part of the next big thing. I think in general, everybody wants to believe that. But as part of that, you know, people have kind of taken it a little bit too far, you know, greed 
greed comes in, um, you know, consumers don't know any better. So I do, I do think that this is a really important signal for all of the other players in the industry, just for us to also be, you know, cautious about what we're what we're promising to the people that are going to be buying our products effectively. Absolutely. All right, we have a few minutes left in the show, so we have time for our lightning round about uh, a few of your favorite Web3 creators and moments of the week. So, uh, Debbie, do you have um, a favorite Web3 moment or uh, or creator of the week? Well, I'm really fascinated by what the app Floor is doing. So for those of you who are not familiar with Floor, it is a portfolio tracking app for your NFTs effectively. Uh, So they just used to do portfolio tracking, but recently they have been collaborating with different artists to launch new drops where you can get the artist artwork, but also customize the icon of your app and also customize the in-app banner. So it's a really interesting way of collaborating with artists and also bringing their art, not just as a standalone digital collectible, but also kind of reskinning your your app in your phone, if you will. So that's been really interesting to watch. They have one of my favorite artists this week called Tipatron. I've mentioned her before, uh, but it's just really exciting to see how, how that's all being integrated. And the best thing is that you can just purchase all of just through your Apple Pay, you know, just double click the side of your phone, just making that whole transaction really, really seamless. Um, and, you know, I think it's a great example of how we can onboard more people into the world of digital collectibles and NFTs. Love that. Michael, what about you? A favorite Web3 moment or creator? Yeah. So uh, famous Eric Snowfro, who's been on your program, um, actually minted 66 squiggles. So this is the most infamous uh, generative art piece to come out of the last two or three years. He only has, after these 66, two more. And um, he's waiting to kind of mint those and give his final thoughts. But uh, this is such a great moment. And just to give some background on this, he just gives them away. He mints them to his family, to people that that he feels are great creators in the space. And I think that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm, that is a beautiful thing. I actually, I I had him on the show and I didn't even know that. So that's, uh, that's awesome. I always learn so much from the two of you about what's going on in the space. Um, Michael, what, in our final moments together, tell us a little bit about what's going on in our world at Hug. Oh my gosh, so much. So we have a really exciting open call for artists coming up, which I know Debbie can talk a little bit more about. It's a little bit some alpha around a big curation in Tokyo. We love alpha. Um, And that's a really big one. And then um, honestly, we're just cooking up some really exciting things for the holidays. So stay tuned. There's some big announcements coming, big collaborations. um, And I think at, at the the most, it's really about staying on the front lines of innovation and learning alongside of all of you. So that's what we're doing. Debbie, anything you want to add? And I know you have a big trip coming up too. So we'll be missing you the next few weeks. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm headed home to Singapore. Um, and actually, while I'm back, that's going to be one of the biggest crypto conferences that's happening in Asia. Um, it happens the same week as the Formula One Grand Prix race. So very excited to be around for that. There's a lot of great art events happening. So, you know, really, you know, can't, can't wait to see what the art and technology space is like uh, right in Asia. So yeah, I will miss being with both of you over the next couple of weeks for sure. Yes, we will miss it, but very excited for the world to get to hear from Tina on our team, who is a really an incredible curator and, and passionate about art. 
what a pleasure to always be joined uh, on this podcast by both of you. Um, definitely encourage everyone. Uh, I feel like you. we've all learned enough from this podcast that you could go be a great cocktail party guest this week. We learned about uh, the SEC cracking down on impact theory with NFTs. We learned about Sam Spratt's incredibly successful art drop, Floor, an app for your web portfolio, and uh, Snowfro and his Squiggles uh, art project. Super special thanks to Debbie Soon and Michael Littig. You're listening to Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg. I'm Randy. And tune in next week for a brand new episode of what you need to know with Randy and our wonderful hug contributors. Thanks so much. Talk next week.